You're listening to Wellbeing Connection, the CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg podcast. I'm your host, James Wellsman. The Canadian Mental Health Association, Manitoba and Winnipeg, wishes to acknowledge that we are gathered in Treaty 1 territory at the crossroads of the Anishinaabe, Métis, Cree, Dakota, Ojukri Nations, and on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe peoples and the homeland of the Métis Nation. None of the content in this podcast is intended to replace the advice given to you by your medical team. If you are in crisis, please phone the Manitoba Suicide Prevention and Support Line at 1-877-435-7170 or text CONNECT to 686868 for the Kids Help Phone. Welcome everyone. In lieu of a ride update this week, we at CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg wish to acknowledge and bring visibility to the horrific findings from the residential school in Kamloops, a mass grave of 215 children. We recognize and feel the trauma and deep pain that this finding is causing and resurfacing. We are with you. We recognize that we must continue to heal our wounds through the calls to action for truth and reconciliation. Our hearts ache for these children, their families, and everyone these events have affected. Earlier today, I was deeply moved by participating in a virtual sharing circle held by Elder Stan and Elder Louie for CMHA. I learned many things from the knowledge and wisdom that was shared. I learned to speak and listen from the heart and I learned that I would walk away from the circle knowing in my heart what I needed to do next. What I needed to do next was to encourage people to reflect and honor the people we have lost in your own way, and to ask you all to commit to being humble in an attitude of truth-seeking. Don't shy away from the emotions. Feel them, honor them, and learn from them in a spirit of belonging and togetherness. There is a large community of people in this world who truly care, You don't have to be alone in this journey. I also wish to bring visibility to Pride Month. Be sure to look up the virtual events being held this year in your community and commit to celebrating your way. Commit to learning about the history, the progress, and what still needs to be done. And if you identify with one of these groups, we are with you, we hear you, and you are not alone. With all these truths to reflect on, take care of yourself, remain open to learning, Feel what you need to feel and reach out if you need connection. That is what we are all about at Wellbeing Connection Podcast. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors for the Virtual Ride Don't Hide 2021 fundraiser. Our Corporate Challenge Champion, MGEU. Our Spirit Week Sponsor, Talbot Marketing. Our Family Ride Sponsor, Manitoba Hydro. And our Nourishment Partner, Red River Co-op. We encourage you to ride your way for this year's virtual ride, Don't Hide. Sign up and join Brandon's team at the link below and commit to raising $330 for this year's Ride, Don't Hide on June 26th and 27th, with funds going towards programs that help thousands of students across Manitoba move more, give back, and feel better. Those are the themes that we are reflecting on this year. Our guest today is a mental health champion, an ultramarathon runner, leader of the annual Trash Stigma event happening on June 25th this year. 
This event supports youth mental health programs at CMHA, such as Speak Up and Thrival Kits. He is an inspiration, and there is so much wisdom to take away from his experience and his positive attitude. It's also so inspiring to hear two people who are just at their peak athleticism. It's really incredible to hear. And this week, the focus is on physical wellness. So make the time to connect with your ride this year. So whatever kind of activity that you want to do, that's your ride this year. Also, a trigger warning before the interview gets started. There is some discussion about suicide. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation between myself, James Walsman, our very own staff Ride Don't Hide ambassador, Brandon Friesen, and ultra-marathon runner, Junal Malapad. Hi, Junal. It's so exciting to meet you. I've heard so much about this trash stigma event that's been going on for a few years now. I'm so excited to be able to hear some of your perspectives and get some insight as to why you do what you do. And I'm also really excited just to see uh, and hear the discussion between Brandon and Junal just about what it's like to prepare for something so big. And so we want to just introduce uh, the Trash Stigma event. So uh, Junal, would you be able to introduce yourself and maybe give some background on this event? Hello, James. Thank you so much for having me here. I uh, really appreciate uh, uh, being here. Um, yeah, Trash Stigma this year is the seventh year for me running, raising awareness and uh, funds for Canadian Mental Health Association. Um, so seven years ago, a little bit of a backstory. Uh, I was, I'm a father of, of two daughters and uh, one of my daughters came home very distraught about uh, two students uh, died by suicide in her school. And uh, so something like that is, um, it's quite heartbreaking and it really devastated the community. And um, as a parent back then, I didn't have, I felt I didn't have the resources uh, to be able to, to help my own daughter if she was in the same situation that she was so sad that she had to um, take her life. Um, so I learned of uh, K Mental Health Association programs that helped uh, the youth understand about um, mental health. So it, it, it's something that I felt was uh, really important. That's why I, I started running to raise uh, money and awareness for programs like Speak Up. So it's, it's really important for me to, to do this. That's a really heartbreaking story. And at the same time, it's so amazing how you were able to channel some of your skills and motivation to give back and to help other youth in need. So when you're really thinking about what motivates you to do this, what feelings do you connect with every day when you start to train? Like, how does it feel every day as you're training? This year, I'll be uh, running 12 hours. So that could take me between 75 to 100 kilometers, depending how fast I go. Previous years, the first time I, I did this, it was my 45th birthday. My goal was to run 45 kilometers up and down Garbage Hill. And that's just a little bit over a full marathon. So usually a full marathon, it'd be like 16 weeks of long runs, short runs, hill training, speed training. So just imagine if you're well, yeah, it should take about 16 weeks to run a full marathon. But I've been running for about 13 years. And uh, I started running longer six years ago, doing uh, my first 100 miler, 
100 kilometers. And uh, the longest I've run was uh, 150 miles, which is 241 kilometers. And that took me uh, 56 hours and I slept for three hours. So when I think of training, if you want to run long distances, you have to put in some long time and mileage. Usually, uh, I would run with some uh, fellow runners who would be doing their own training and pick up some other runners. And uh, luckily for me, I was I am a, a run ambassador for Lululemon, and I was uh, a leader for Winnipeg Run Club. And I have another uh, group called Bridge Forks Running on Tuesday. So there was always somebody for me to run with to help me train for what I'm doing. If you ever participate in something you love with somebody else that has the same mindset as you, that really helps a lot in getting the uh, mileage in. Of course, sometimes I would run by myself. Those are the times that would be the hardest, but that's when I would uh, think about the reason why. There's always a reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Two days ago, I ran 107 kilometers from uh, Kildonan Park to Grand Beach to raise money and awareness for a few things, for an initiative, which is a, a grassroots organization that helps out the community through pampers and, and cleaning up the neighborhood and helping the homeless. And then uh, Returning to Spirit Canada has been around uh, for 20 years, and they have been uh, doing workshops that uh, help people understand about reconciliation, residential schools, sexual abuse, and uh, anti-racism. And then the last thing was for anti-racism in sports. It's always helpful to think of the reason why uh, you're doing such a, a, um, a hard feat. I know like Brandon, you're going to be biking 330 kilometers. And I, I know that people who bike a lot have to fight the weather. Some people can yeah. bike I- indoors, but when it comes to, to showtime, you have to be prepared for all types of things that, that are thrown your way. Yeah. You're, you're definitely touching on some of the things that I was curious about, about how you're prepping. So in some ways, it makes me feel that I'm on the right track, I guess, because <laughs> I'm certainly trying to find people like-minded that are able to support me. Sometimes it's not always somebody to ride with people that I know that are able to give me support in terms of analyzing my Strava data or um, giving me input on like maybe where my heart rate should be at for an extended period of time in order to sustain a speed for 160 kilometers. And, and yeah, it's kind of that social, that social, I mean, just like with any goal, you know, having those supports in place, whether they be, you know, I always say kind of personal or professional supports. I, I'd say I certainly have the, the personal supports. I don't know if I have anyone professional that I, so maybe that's kind of a, an area that we'll, uh, we'll touch on, but I, I know uh, maybe a bit of a plug for future podcasts. Stay tuned. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll get some, some, uh, some personal trainer gurus on here yet, but, um, but yeah, that makes me feel good just hearing that uh, kind of a, what uh, maybe the same approach is being taken by just finding like-minded people. And then obviously it's, you know, you want to go long distance by running or biking, your training needs to be long distance in order to make it happen. So approaching it similarly, I like that you touched on when you're training, why you thinking about why you run or why you bike. And that's kind of what's been running through my mind too. Sometimes I've been on my bike trainer inside, or sometimes I've been outside. And, and that's often kind of runs through my mind in terms of why am I doing this? And I, so I was kind of curious about, about that a little bit too. And, and kind of what runs through your head when you're doing some of these longer distances. And, and so, I mean, I'm often thinking about causes that we're raising money for, which is, as you say, right, the mental health programming, whether that be our thrival kits or that's the speak up program. And lately I've just been thinking more about some of the things that have been said in previous podcasts, 
some of the youth right now are going through a really challenging time. I think regardless, of the, you know, even without it being a pandemic, youth, that stage of their life is so hard. I can't imagine going through that stage of my life, maybe that lack of connection. When you're doing these long distances, and I've done some long distance hikes over three days and my mind tends to wander a lot. How do you mentally prepare to do something like that? Um, actually, I, I was just, as you were talking, I, I queued up uh, something that on my phone that, that helps me a lot, that I always uh, I use okay. uh, to get me through some hard, hard things, yeah. not in running, but in life also. So four magic words, four magic words, attitude, first of all, gratitude, perseverance, and appreciate. So attitude, attitude gratitude. gratitude. Perseverance and appreciate. Okay, so yeah. So the first one, attitude. Always check your thoughts before your task. Do not let negative thoughts take over. You are sabotaging yourself when you doubt your abilities. Go into the challenge knowing you will have a good outcome. So you have to like set yourself straight. Just like if you're going to have a meeting or you want to do a presentation, you have to set your mind straight that you have a task to do. You're going to do it well. And you do the best of your abilities and you've maybe done it before. So after that, there's gratitude. A saying from my yoga teacher, when your gratitude is genuine, it brings strength to your present moment. You have so much gratitude for something and that is real strength that comes to you. When you're in a moment of despair and then you, you think about something that would get you out, there's a lot of gratitude there. So during the task, have gratitude for all the things close to your heart. Gratitude for being able, for the place you are at, for the people you are with, for the reason and the people you are doing the task for, for the weather you are facing, for when you can't feel the cold wind, uncomfortable feelings, the air on, in your lungs, you are dead. So be grateful to be alive. So next is perseverance. When the going gets tough, use the strength from gratitude and persevere through. You got yourself this far, you can complete your task because you did it before. If you haven't did this task before, think about the hardship that you have been through before. Think about the people who can't. Go back to gratitude. And then the fourth one is appreciate. Always reflect on the completion of your task, whatever that looks like. If the outcome was not what you expected, it's always a learning moment. Appreciate your accomplishment, the people who helped you, the environment you were in. Was it peaceful, beautiful, memorable? Keep those golden moments of your run or whatever you were doing near to your heart. Those are uh, four things that I think about before, in the middle, and after. I just keep thinking about those things when I, when I want to do a task that's really hard. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so helpful. Um, and, you know, in some ways, I think those are some things that I have thought before a little bit about, you know, done hard things before, I have related to previous things I've done. But there's certainly some things here that, that uh, the, the gratitude for being able to, to be able to do what you're doing, recognizing that not everyone can, and appreciating your attitude, the checking of the negative thoughts before you do it, the attitude, gratitude, perseverance, and appreciate. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. 
You're welcome. I, it's something that I thought about it last year because last year I did a one and done thing. I turned 50 last year and yep. I ran yeah, 50 kilometers, 50 times last year. And, and somebody asked me, how did you do it? And so these four things came up and um, I really feel that they're very helpful. If, 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 it, uh, if it helps you out, that's, that's great. Yeah, thank you. That's the thing. And I often, one thing that I often say to myself, and I guess this relates a little bit, is that I'm, I'm riding with my brother, uh, who will be coming with me, and he's always been an excellent mentor with me, and, and I, we work well together. Um, and one thing that he always said to me that stuck out, it's often your body is capable of so many things. Really, it's your mind is the one that some, some, usually it's that's what's holding you back. So if you can, if you can work with, you know, like you're saying here, checking these negative thoughts, um, you know, you're really capable of so much. And it's often your mind is the one thing that's holding you back. And this just, you know, continues to expand upon maybe that thought that I had, or I feel that expands on that even more. So that's excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll definitely have to challenge some negative thoughts as I'm writing because yeah really you know it's uh you know the wind can the wind's gonna gust up and and I'm you know I'm sure there's things that come up when you're running that uh, I are a little different but you know the wind or, or something kind of you know wears you down a little bit it can be really uh, uh you're approaching a hill and you've got winds coming at you that can really drag on you and you have to there's been so many times where I've been riding where I've been needing to just talk myself out of letting that get me down so that's helpful thanks so much yeah, you're welcome. Well, it sounds like you've done a lot of hard things already. You just shared that you did some hills and, and wind and and you've been in, in some situations that you didn't really like, but you you did it. You're here. You live to tell the tale. I mean, every time we individuals could do something just a little bit more, they could have a, a set point of where they can go to. So for myself, running 100 kilometers or 100 miles, you know, I've done it before, so it's 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 not too bad. But I mean, that that level is could be the same as if I, I want to run five kilometers, or I want to start today from off of my couch. That's where I, you know, I, I started 13 years ago because of high cholesterol. My 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 family, my mom and dad had high cholesterol. They had heart disease and and cancer. And um, my mom had a stroke. She 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 passed away from that. My dad had cancer. And, and so I wanted to uh, nip that in the bud. And that's why I started doing what I'm doing. And, and I, I didn't like to run. I was just like one of those things that the doctor says, hey, you need to, uh, to up your game a little bit. You need to take care of yourself. So I started running. But fortunately, that uh, one of my buddies from work, he was, a, let's say, a closet runner. I didn't even know he ran. He said, just run with me. Yeah. And this guy is a... Uh, it turns out he was an insomniac, so he, he just needed to run, and, and he was 10 years older than me at the time. He still is a great inspiration to me. When you get into a situation that you, you might not like, just go out and find some people who might be in the same situation as you, and there's lots of people out there. I feel that I'm a testament to that. I mean, I, I started doing what I was doing, and I looked for some other like-minded people, and then just uh, followed them and, and you know, spent some great time with them. And, and I'm just crazily thinking that I could, in a drop of a hat, I could run 100 kilometers. And that's, that's pretty nuts. And, you know, when you, it is. <laughs> that is pretty, pretty wild. I, I agree. And, and I think what, like, is, what's standing out to me is that you were someone that would say, yeah, years ago, you wouldn't have called yourself a runner. 
you're not a you're not a professional athlete this isn't something that you've done your whole life right so I feel like that's that's so inspirational and I'm I'm in the same boat I used to ride my bike as a kid but it's only in the last couple of years that that honestly it's only last year that I really got into it and and it's so true for, for anybody thinking hey you know wow like you know running 100 100 kilometers or 330 riding 330 kilometers that's never something that I could do right but like you say right finding like-minded people and having I mean having the right attitude having gratitude having perseverance and appreciating what you have can, can, can move you so Juno thank you so much for coming in today and sharing all that without the video unfortunately you couldn't see uh mine brandon's jaw dropping at the 241 kilometers i believe it was that you shared earlier but i think what stands out most to me is just connecting with the personal elements of things the inspirational elements of going forward with something that you didn't consider part of yourself but has become so much a part of you connecting with the meaning of why you do things searching for those those real motivations and keeping them so present in mind i hear a bit about yoga that you brought up and i'm sure that's a huge thing you hear that come up with a lot of uh, people who are doing these kind of events so i wanted to thank you so much for coming in today this is a really special conversation and i'm sure it will inspire people and help a lot of people to ride their way virtually this year. It doesn't have to be 241 kilometers or 330 kilometers, but who knows, you may take that step doing a bit of yoga, doing a bit of free weights in your spare time for this year's ride. And maybe this conversation is where you start off and the starting point for all that. So thank you so much, Juno. What an incredible interview. I'm so moved by everything that was said. I'm definitely going to take those four words with me. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, for taking the time at the start of the podcast to acknowledge the truths and the horrific history. I wish you all a safe, happy, and healing next week. Take care. Thank you.